Brian brings a tremendous perspective to Jesus Smart the Podcast. Many years of experience growing into Christ and really giving a chance for others to grow into all things Christ. Welcome, welcome. I'm just going to go ahead and call you an overcomer right now. The title of today's episode is, Hey, Overcomer, Consecrate Your New Frontiers. It's always been about a partnership. From Eden onward, it has always been about a partnership. We are designed to exercise dominion on behalf of King Jesus. We are vice regents. And here's the deal. We can bring all things in life. I know it's a broken world, but we can bring all things in our personal lives and in our sphere of influence under the leadership and lordship of King Jesus. All things. We can take new territory. And I want to talk to you today about consecrating your new frontiers. We have six key takeaways to consecrate those new fronts in your life. This is Brian Del Turco. Thanks for joining us today on Jesus Smart the Podcast. This is episode 150. 150. And you can go to the show notes page for this episode at jesusmart.com slash new frontiers. We've been announcing that the podcast is now available on Manifold Ministries, founded by Stephen Lauterbach, a great kingdom guy who's putting together a guild of content creators who are aiming to create kingdom content. That's what I love about Manifold Ministries. Check it out. There's a lot to see there. Manifold Ministries. The podcast is heard on Apple, Podbean, Spotify, and all your favorite listening options, iHeartRadio, all of them. Would you consider going to podchaser.com and searching for Jesus Smart and leaving a quality review and rating? Podchaser.com, that helps push the podcast out. I want to encourage you to listen to episode 149, Is the Micro Ecclesia the New Mega? It'll challenge you. Also, episode 148, the single best way to win, stay above the line. This is episode 150, Hey Overcomer, Consecrate Your New Frontiers. Now look, we all have assignments and projects that we're currently involved in. We all have things that we're currently doing, and they are set within a certain season of our life, and our life narrative is made up of a series of seasons, if we could say that. But I want to talk to you about the power of blessing and consecrating the new frontiers that are coming over the horizon. You may have a new frontier that's right in your face right now, or you may see one coming, or you may aspire to one. You may have a new frontier that's been thrust upon you by circumstances or by what's happening in the world. What is a frontier? Well, a simple shorthand definition is an extreme limit of settled land. We all have settled land in our lives that we currently know. But beyond the frontier is what we don't know. At least by experience, we don't know it. We may have some sense of it. We may see something of it. But beyond that border, beyond that frontier is something that's unknown that we will experience something good. Now, the prophet Isaiah said, Isaiah chapter 43, verses 18 and 19, do not 
remember the former things or ponder the things of the past. Listen carefully. I am about to do a new thing. Now it will spring forth. Now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even put a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. You know, instead of living in the past lane, we need to live in the fast lane with God, God's road, God's highway, God's speed. I love what Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5.17, in Christ, we are a new creation. The old things have passed away. And if we could add, we know through Christian experience and other verses as well and other truths in the scriptures, they continue to pass away old things. All things are new. All things are becoming new. I love what Jesus says in the book of Revelation, the revelation of Jesus Christ, the last book in the New Testament, speaking of the future to come. Behold, he says, I make all things new. Behold, I make all things new. I love it that we begin living our lives as soon as we're born again in that dynamic concerning the future where all things are being made new, the restoration of all things, that kingdom dynamic is already at work in our lives right now, 2 Corinthians 5.17. So let's talk about this, consecrating new seasons. Joseph Campbell wrote a book called Hero with a Thousand Faces. Some of you have heard of this. It's called The Hero's Cycle. There is one basic cycle or basic story that shows up throughout history in stories all across the world, across time, across civilizations and cultures, this cycle, the hero cycle. There's something called threshold guardians. Threshold guardians are an event or an enemy or anything that rears its head to stop you from crossing a threshold in the story. You see, crossing the threshold signifies that the hero in the story has finally committed to the journey. He is prepared to cross that gateway that separates the ordinary world behind him from the special world before him. And as we consecrate new frontiers, we have to understand that, expect it. There are these, quote, threshold guardians that will rear up, especially as you just begin to approach a new frontier and just begin the process of crossing it. In Joshua chapter 3, the Lord gives us a great principle, a great key. They commanded the people saying, when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God with the priests carrying it, then you shall set out from your place and go after it. See, follow the lead of the Lord, follow the presence of the Lord. Then Joshua said to the people, here's the word, consecrate yourselves, which means to separate yourself for a higher purpose. Consecrate yourselves for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you, wonders, awesome things, new phenomena, prodigious things, prodigies, right? Supernatural spectacles. But notice, consecrate yourselves, for the Lord will do these new things. You see, in a real sense, what God was doing with the Israelites is he was repotting them 
from the wilderness now into the promised land. I was at the bank one day and I was waiting to see somebody. So I picked up this magazine or some kind of a financial magazine or banking magazine or something, lifestyle magazine, I can't remember. Had an interesting short article in it, which planted a thought in me, which has never left me. And I think I'll carry it for the balance of my days. And this was, it, it was this idea of repotting plants. And they were using it as a metaphor for our own lives. A plant, you can start it in a smaller pot, but as the root structure grows and becomes constricted or fills up the space of that smaller pot, it needs to be replanted or repotted or else it will not reach its full potential. And God will repot us. (laughs) He was repotting the Israelites from the wilderness now transitioning into the promised land. We don't need pot, marijuana. We just need to be repotted by God. That's the real pot when he replaces us and brings us into new territories, new spaces and places in our lives. And this can mean a host of things, but we are transitioning and consecrating these new frontiers as God repots us. You see, we're taking new ground. It could be in the realm of relationships. Maybe you're taking new ground in the sense of recapturing lost ground, lost time about something, some dream, some initiative, some aspect of God calling you in your life, a project, an initiative, a new pursuit, a new season in your life, or a new assignment or a new initiative within a given season that you're currently in. Remember, we have assignments and initiatives set within seasons, and there's a series of seasons that make up our life narrative, and our life narrative fits in with others in the kingdom of God, comprising the grand narrative of Jesus Christ. But heads up, okay, watch these early stages for the threshold guardians. Welcome it. Just deal with the opposition. It's probably a sign that you're transitioning correctly and crossing an accurate threshold in your life story. You see, what we really want to see is initiatives born by the Holy Spirit in our life. Before we talk about these six key takeaways to overcome and to consecrate new frontiers, I want to call your attention to something in Acts chapter 13. It says there that prophets and teachers were congregating there in Antioch of Syria, and it says they were ministering to the Lord in prayer and fasting. I'm sure they were worshiping as well. And then in that incubator, in that engine, if you will, the Holy Spirit said, set apart to me, Saul and Barnabas, later named Paul, Saul and Barnabas to the work to which I have called them. And that was the catalyzation of the first missionary journey as they went out. Notice they were loving God first by ministering to the Lord in prayer and fasting, and then horizontally they were called out into an initiative where they were able to love man by ministering the gospel of the kingdom to them. The two great commandments, love God and love your fellow man. The Holy Spirit came into that kingdom cluster, and then it says they consecrated them. Verse 3 of Acts 13 says, when they had fasted, and prayed. They even took another step. When they had fasted and prayed, they laid their hands on them. This is consecration. And they sent them away. And if you go on and read Acts chapter 13 and the subsequent chapters in the book of Acts, the power, the fruitfulness, because this was a spirit-born initiative that was then consecrated, 
that new frontier was amazing. It was stunning. It changed world history. It changed Europe. It changed the whole flow of world history, to be honest with you. But it goes back to a moment of hearing from God as they were first ministering to God vertically, and then a horizontal initiative, a commissioning was given, and then they consecrated that initiative and blessed it and spoke well of it, brought it under the leadership and lordship of Jesus Christ, and it went out in great power. Here's another key. Ask for advance words. We need advance words as we approach frontiers to anchor us, to help us to remember, write them down, even rehearse them. I might want to call this consecration casting, like forecasting. As you see the new frontier, as it comes into your awareness, get advance words from the Lord. You'll need them because once we enter into the new territory, those threshold guardians rise up and sometimes we get tired and it gets kind of foggy, just to be real. And we need to remember what the Lord has already told us and said. We don't want to go in there with a deficit of advanced words. You see what I mean? These could be promises from scriptures, promises directly from the Holy Spirit to you, a, a, a spirit instinct, a sense from the Holy Spirit, but get these advanced words and anchor yourself with them. Keep praying them, keep reviewing and saying them, and keep them in the front of your of your consciousness. You're going to do it. As you enter into any kind of resistance, as you cross into a new frontier, remember this from Mark 3.27, we can bind the strong man and we can plunder his property in his house. If we first bind the strong man, Jesus said, then we can plunder that territory. Because I will guarantee this, in that new territory you're moving into, and it can be anything, it can be a new quest for health and wellness. But in that new territory, there will be resistance, and the enemy will sort of be squatting there in a sense, trying to keep you from taking it. But if you have resolve and advance words and understand the power of prayer and spiritual warfare, binding the strong man, you can plunder that territory and possess it, you'll never lose it, and there will be more frontiers and more territory to come. Now, sometimes these frontiers are thrust upon us circumstantially. Something has happened in the world or in our nation or in our personal world even, circumstances that thrust a new frontier upon it, upon us. Listen, find the gold in it. God can very well be in it, and he can certainly redeem it and make all things work together for good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So sometimes these frontiers are thrust upon us. Sometimes, though, we need to be a little more courageous and actually choose them. We need to really recognize these new frontiers and take initiative and just start leaning into them. You know, Jesus said one of the traits of those who are born again in John chapter 3, verse 8, is that the wind blows where it wishes and you hear the sound of it. You don't know where it comes from or where it's going, but you do hear the sound of it and you're able to uh, avail yourself of the wind. So just get the wind and choose, right? Follow the wind. Think of it this way. The wind knows. 
The wind knows more than I know. (laughs) The wind knows what's over the horizon. Follow the wind. You not only get the energy and the movement of it, but you get the, the direction and the intelligence of the wind, the God tell of the wind. Remember this too, in all of these circumstances that we're in and these transitions that we go through and these, you know, these thresholds that we cross and these, these frontiers that have either been thrust upon us or we choose them, it's all part of our life story. But remember this, what the Lord is baseline after is our transformation. He is training us to reign with Christ beginning now, and he's training us for the new heavens and the new earth. We are possessing territory now. One day there will be a restored new heavens and new earth. The knowledge of the glory of the Lord will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea, and we will be involved individually and in clusters and together as his bride in his enterprise, in his unfolding kingdom forever. All of the creativity of it. You will be there. Your strengths, your gift set, super enhanced by God's giftings, will be there. But it begins now. We're trained to reign with Christ now. The formation of Christ within us is one of the key secrets of successful living. So invite the Lord into everything, small, micro, all the way up to macro and everything in between. Invite the leadership and lordship, which means his rule, his realm, his kingdom, into everything in your life, everything that you put your hands to, including that circle of concern that you have for larger things than your own life, that circle of influence that you are called to possess. We will go through frontiers. We will cross thresholds in order to fill that sphere. Okay, as promised, so here are just six key takeaways to consecrate your new frontiers as you express the overcoming nature of Christ unique to you. Number one, take inventory. Say to God, search me, God. Game up with your interior game. You see, your interior game shapes and affects and actually creates your exterior game. Internals shape externals. So, Lord, is there anything in me that you want to change? Right? Put your finger on it, Lord. Bring it to me. He may be calling me to enter into a new dimension of what it means to love people. And connected with that higher consecrated level of loving people is higher thresholds higher thresholds that I will cross and new territory that I will take. You see, it's holistic. It's connected. We can't take like separate the story of our life in Christ from the process of transformation into Christ likeness, right? So take inventory, giving, giving these to you quickly, but you could really journal these maybe or expand upon these and get before the Lord and really think, or maybe do some further resourcing or reading on this and you know, really, really develop these and press into these areas. Number two, the word of God. It says in first Timothy chapter four, that everything is created by God and it's good and nothing is to be rejected. If it's received with gratitude, listen now, here it is for it is sanctified 
or consecrated or set apart. How? By means of the word of God and prayer. And that will be the third one, prayer. But let's just camp on the word of God for a moment. What does the word of God do? It reformats us. It reframes us. It cleanses. It purifies. It adds fire to our life. It equips. Did I say it strengthens us? It it infuses courage into us. And it tunes our inner man to hear the voice signature of the Holy Spirit like a tuning fork. And we, and, and we need that wind and we need that voice to see the thresholds, to deal with the threshold guardians and to cross into new frontiers. Everything is consecrated by means of the word of God and prayer. And let's talk about the third one, prayer. Pray. There is nothing without prayer. <laughs> if there's no prayer, it's zero. Zypher, not, zilch. I don't know what other superlatives or adjectives we could conjure up. Without prayer, there is nothing. Prayer is a reflection of walking with the Lord in the cool of the day in the garden. You will not be able to fulfill your assignment without prayer. You won't be able to guard and keep and cultivate that dimension of God's creation to develop it without prayer, without that conversational relationship with the Lord. Getting cool with Christ, gotta be cool to rule. Go to jesusmart.com and just in the search field, search cool to rule, and it should pull up some content for you on this. But we want to hear the living voice of the Lord via the written word through prayer. We want to pick up what's in his heart. Pray the prayers that he wants to hear. Pray the prayers that excite him. Pray the prayers that he most wants to answer. That cool of the day archetype is so key for living a successful life. So again, develop these more. Number one, take inventory. Two, word of God. Three, prayer. A fourth key takeaway to consecrate your new frontier. Name it. Define and clarify that frontier. Don't speak ill of it. Don't say, oh, God, I've got to go through this, or I've got to go through some hellish experience to get into this new thing. Uh, why? What do you mean? Bless it. Define it as a good thing. Listen to the episode 138, What the Snake Doesn't Want You to Know. You have authority to name things. What the Lord is looking for, just like he looked at Adam to name the animal kingdom, it's another archetype in Genesis where we provide definition and clarification and insight into what God's activity is, and we name it in harmony with the higher design for our life. Again, it's a sovereign king slash vice regent partnership. This creator-human enterprise is back in play in Christ. It's game on. Call it good. Call it according to what God says it is. Bless it, which means to speak well of it. Draw down the design of God on it. Death and life is in the power of your tongue. Number five, make quality decisions. Be resolved. Go back to episode 142. Your future self to you make strong decisions and go bold. The root meaning, I believe, of the word decision is to make an incision or to cut 
off, there are things you will have to cut yourself away from so that you can attach to better things. That's a quality decision, right? If you're in a bad relationship before marriage, how are you going to find the good one that you can be married to unless you cut off the bad one? Be courageous and cut it off. Not everyone and everything is worthy of the story that Jesus is amplifying through your life. That feels good to say that, doesn't it? Not every setting or circumstance is in alignment or in harmony. You know, even activities, not every, not every activity fits in well with your best life, which will bring you the most joy in the Lord. So make decisions, cut things off, and pursue other things and engraft them into your experience. Invest in a preferred future by making quality decisions. And this is really sequential in, in, a, in a real sense, because if you start by inviting the search of the Lord into your life, taking inventory, if you, if you lay down first principles of the Word of God in prayer and naming it, you're better positioned to make quality decisions. You're tuned. And finally, number six, move, move. God will shape and steer you as you move. Paul quoted a secular poet in the book of Acts, and he filled it with new kingdom meaning when he said, in Christ we live and move and have our being. I like to kind of understand it and read it like this. In Christ we have our being. That is our essential existence now. We have our being. In Christ we live and we move. We make our moves. People aren't necessarily going to understand how you make moves, right? They're not going to understand it. Why? Because it's the Spirit. Sometimes they will. Sometimes we need to seek confirmation on moves. I'm not saying that. But at the end of the day, it's you and Jesus and you and the Holy Spirit, and you're going to have to make your moves. And yes, you'll continue to relate to others, and you'll relate to more people by the moves you make, and you'll, get, you'll, you'll begin to live with more of an acumen over your life, more accuracy, higher design. But God will shape you, which is the transformation part the Christ-likeness, and he will steer you, which is the directional aspect, as you move. But notice, good quality movement follows on good quality decision-making, right? And it follows on your consciousness, your naming things as they should be named, and prayer, and the Word, and taking inventory in your life. So there it is. We'll put these on the show notes page. Six key takeaways to consecrate your new frontier. Why? Because you're called to be an overcomer in Christ. It's always been about a partnership from Eden onward. It's always been about exercising dominion because Christ is worthy on behalf of Christ to play our role in manifesting his story. It's always been about a partnership, the king, and we're not king, but we are vice regents. We get really messed up when we think we are God or we are the king, but we get really happy and fulfilled and really potentialized and optimized when we find out our role and function in it as a vice regent. We are bringing all things, I mean it, all things, bring your vehicle under the leadership and lordship of Jesus Christ. Bring every hour of your day, every minute under the leadership and lordship, the rule and the reign of King Jesus. Bring relationships old and new and ones to come. 
bring every decision you make in your career, every development in your kingdom career, which is woven throughout the whole of your life, every threshold place that you approach, bring it under the leadership and lordship of Christ. Every new territory, all the new ground that you're taking, consecrate it, bless it, stay in the word, stay in prayer, stay aware, and you will see progressively the rule and the reign of King Jesus manifested in these spaces and places. Hey, for resources and maybe some links and certainly some notes, and you can stream it there. I want you to go to the show notes page for this episode, if you would. Hey, overcomer, consecrate your new frontiers. And you can go to jesusmart.com slash new frontiers. Would you share this with one or two of your friends? Somebody needs to hear this that you know, right? Somebody needs to consider these thoughts that you know in one of the best ways to, uh, you know, make somebody know about anything, a, a great event or a great book or some resource, including a podcast episode, is to personally share it, maybe with a comment or a question or a thought, right? Share it with one or, one or two of your friends. They will appreciate it. You know, my prayer with the podcast and with these episodes is that it would get into the right ear holes that the Lord wants. And so you can be a part of that as you as you share it with one or two of your friends. Check out manifoldministries.com. Stephen Lauterbach, a great kingdom guy, has founded and is developing this platform, a guild of kingdom content creators. This podcast is heard there as well as other great contributors and content, manifoldministries.com. To learn more about the podcast, go to jesussmart.com. Remember, the devil is dumb and Jesus is brilliant. I just added the devil is dumb part. I like what Mario Murillo said a long time ago based on Genesis, that the Messiah would crush the head of the serpent, that since the cross and resurrection and ascension, that Lucifer has been walking around with a, a ton of brain damage, okay? Jesus is brilliant. Walk with him, and guess what? You're going to catch aspects of his brilliance refracting through you in the unique life story that you're leading. He knows how this life works best. More good stuff to come. Thanks for listening. We'll talk soon.